we're super chill, but if if you don't if you fuck this up, it's we're fucking you're done. done. Yeah, we're not friends anymore. No. Welcome to another episode of Overast. Today we have a very special guest, and it's funny how we got here. Uh, well, it's Giselle Ugardi. Giselle Ugarti, but it's funny how we got here. Giselle and I had a meeting yesterday, and it was nothing about the podcast or anything. And uh, she was like, How's the podcast going? I was like, Great, we've had like some awesome guests. Hey, I had a Carlo, Glenda Baker. I was like, Holy shit, we haven't had you on. She's like, Yeah, what the fuck? And li- so literally, fucking rude. Fast, so fast, rude. Turnaround, fast turnaround. And now she's here. Um, 24 hours later <laughs> literally literally <laughs> 24 hours later giselle uh online performance coach marketing communication and personal development giselle thanks so much for being on i'm glad to be here what an honor yes it, i mean it is quite an honor gonna be honest, this is the number one real estate podcast in the world so we actually um, got listed as the number one real estate podcast on the close.com i don't know if you saw that yesterday matt Ooh. yeah so there we Here go, we go. Then there you have it. So now there's, yeah, there's like some realness to what we say. So Giselle, for people who may not know you, we know you were on kind of like the same, we met speaking, you've met Eric speaking, kind of the same circuit, kind of like a a little crew nowadays. But for people who may not know, who is Giselle Ugardi? I show real estate agents how to use social media and my tagline is getting the fuck on video. My unique differentiator is I fully understand the world of short form, which you might better know as TikTok and Reels. My career accidentally started on YouTube about 11, now 12 years ago before YouTube was a verb and influencer was a job title. So I've been around social media and an early adapter of that for a while. I've seen the cycle evolve. And so where a lot of people look at social media as this crazy different beast every time a new platform or feature gets introduced, I'm like, no, this is, this is just history repeating itself. Um, worked in TV for a while, worked in radio for a while. So it's funny when you say that you're the number one podcast, whatever, one of our tricks used to be like, yeah, we're the number one show in people who drink coffee in the Taco Bell drive through. Yeah. <laughs> like, There's always a way to be we're number, number one. one everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> but you're totally exactly. number one in my heart. And, Thank um, you. and yeah, it's been, it's been awesome to really focus in, in the world of real estate over the last year and disrupt the industry because, I've never sold a house, so I have no brand ties and um, no one to try to impress. I just tell it like it is and try to make the world a little bit of a better place every stage I can. Yeah. Why uh, Why real estate? Most people would think you're insane for getting into real estate just because. <laughs> right? So, why, why, why'd you choose real estate to uh, focus on? I like to say, I mean, real estate chose me. I got on a little app called Clubhouse a little over a year ago and was very quickly embraced by real estate agents who were actual clients at the time or who recognized me from my videos on TikTok. Um, Very quickly saw a need and a demand. Um, And as you all know, the referral business of real estate is natural. It's very contagious. You can be doing one thing in one market and do the exact same thing in another market and it's not competitive. In fact, it's, it's awesome to watch the way that the community builds itself where it's like, yeah, just take what I'm doing and apply it to your city, apply it to your profile or whatever. Um, So it was was the kind of thing where I think maybe 10 or 15% of my clients at the time were in real estate and now it's 80, 90%. And I've fully leaned into that, especially I think being a woman, um, 
a woman who says fuck <laughs> and um, and just someone who I'm realizing just the the general knowledge of wealth that is lacking, how homeowners look so different in this day and age. And yet we still keep seeing the same faces and hearing the same voices stage after stage after stage. And so it really reinvigorated a kind of why that I didn't realize I was capable of. And I just jumped in with both feet and said, fuck yeah, let's do it. And it's, it's amazing what I and we as a, my now team have been able to accomplish just in the last year. It's are wild. You, are you coaching agents one-on-one -on -one or is it more kind of seminar training and speaking gigs? Yeah. So um, my favorite thing to do is speaking because I'm able to get a lot of people in a short amount of time, but I also do virtual trainings four times a year um, and have now brought on co-coaches for that. And then one of my high ticket items is coaching one-on-one -on -one for video content, especially. So I'll have, you know, my people or my teams fly out to either Minneapolis or New York city, and we'll just get a whole bunch of shit done because I can virtually train you. But for some people, it's really hard to hit that record button. And I fully understand that and acknowledge it. Like I know what it's like to be stuck in that perfection paralysis or that analysis paralysis. And so for those who need someone to quite literally hold their hand and hit the record button for them, that's something that that I do offer. But getting to connect online, I think is just so awesome. I've never had to pitch myself to any brokerage, to any event, to any client. Um, and in the same way, that's what I what I teach my agents, brokers, like I'm actually practicing what I'm preaching in that my videos, I can make it once or this podcast, I can record it once and it can be shared, you know, on and on and on and on and on. And my favorite thing to do is to check my inbox in the morning or to check our checkout in the morning and see when the transactions come in. And when it's at like one o'clock in the morning or two o'clock in the morning, like every business owner's dream is to be able to make money when you sleep. And so that's something that I want to make sure that people know, because I think that there are a lot of quote unquote coaches in this business who they're really good at hiring companies to sell ads for them, or they're really good at putting courses together, or they're really good at accountability, but they know nothing when it comes to actually executing or actually, you know, putting the pedal to the metal and, and doing um, and understanding where the world is going. Everything I said that was going to happen two years ago has come true. And not what everybody say What's that. come true. So the fact that the whole world is short form video, for example, the fact that now we have the rise of the real estate influencer, for yep. example, um, the fact that Glenda Baker blew up on TikTok, for example, um, um, and the fact that that, um, you know, the whole idea of of your feed being chronological, that, for example, I have been teaching um, social media for recommendation for the last two years. And you still have coaches that are in the quote unquote top ecosystems who are saying that post time hashtags and your market updates are the three most important things that you should be doing. And it's not true anymore. Yeah, it's certainly there's there's certainly a lot of people who are stuck. And Eric and I talk about that a lot, like algorithms and, and social stuff change so frequently that like a book you you put out an ebook you put out six months ago just isn't relevant anymore. Yeah. So, and I think a lot of people get stuck in that. So when people sign up for your course or get coaching from you, what are they getting? Are they getting, um, how to create video on social? And if that's part of what they're getting, how do you differentiate for each person? Because it's different for every person. Um, a lot of people can't be funny or be analytical. <laughs> so how do you find their, 
avenue and then how do you kind of like sculpt their lane i guess right like i don't know who needs to hear this but you are not matt leonetti like thank you it's, it's, it's hear just that true. eric like, I don't want to be. <laughs> <laughs> right? But that's the thing. Like, you shouldn't want to be. And there are so many people who watch you or they watch Taya and and they're like, oh, like, but I, I can't be creative like that. I don't have ideas like that. Like, good. Because for you, like, I know having known you and heard your process, like, that's something that you get excited about. Like, that's something that the light bulb just goes off for you and that's how your brain works. And so a lot of what we do is just, helping agents to unlearn what they think they're quote unquote supposed to be doing versus who they are actually as people. Because a lot of times, um, and what I say is like, sometimes it feels like the brokerage is wearing you or your team lead is wearing you. And like you wear that as a personality trait versus like actually leading with who you are. Like we're stuck in the perfection and the Canva templates or the brokerage templates. I almost said tampon templates. I don't know where that came from. The templates. Um, so, so going back to your original question, which is like, how do I coach? Um, it is just as much social media strategy as it is personal branding, business development, and time management. And sometimes I get a little woo-woo in there as well. Um, but you know, there's the tactical pieces of it. So for example, I'll give you a formula for what makes a really good short form video by having a strong hook, by getting rid of the dead air, by adding captions, by adding titles, by, um, making sure that you're using your voice and not just pointing to text. I'll, I'll give you some of those tactical pieces. And then at the same time, it's helping you get comfortable with seeing what you look like on camera. Because, you know, for example, a lot of people, especially women, we get trapped into this filter fuck up mentality where we're just used to having the filter on at all times. And then all of a sudden you get put into a position where you can't use a filter and it just throws you off entirely. Or you have somebody else who's hitting the record button. So it's it's learning to just even have to unlearn what we maybe used in grammar school or, you know, speech class in college or Toastmasters of trying to get every word perfect and not say um or uh and embrace the fact that like if you do say um or uh great because that's how you actually speak in real life that's how your brain works and if you want to reduce that a little bit like that's fine but if you and i were going to go to lunch eric and all of a sudden i got a brain fart just like how i accidentally said tampon instead of template i'm not going to be like hey guys can we actually start this podcast over can i actually leave this lunch and go back in my car and can i start over and can we have this whole conversation i would, over I would again? 100 do that if i <laughs> yeah eric's mortified yeah eric, eric i've left speaking cars in the lunch. middle of it <laughs> literally went to the bathroom flew up and then came back hang on i got a one second let's yeah. look Everybody just sit right here for three just minutes. Just sit right just here like... for three minutes. Like, no, you would you would say things like, I lost my train of thought. Can you remind me what we were talking about again? Or like, I don't know where I was going with that, but what was your question? Like, it's we 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 do things digitally that we wouldn't do in person. And so what I teach and why I call myself an online performance coach and not just like a social media coach or marketing trainer is helping you to bring actual human experiences to what you're doing. When in doubt, the, the thing that I say when people are like, well, you know, what time should I post or what should I, where should I put my hashtags? I'll be like, how do you actually consume social media? What are you doing? 
because if you're worried about what time to post, like, let's be honest, we're all addicted to the dopamine hit that is our phones. You're checking your phone multiple times a day when you wake up, when you're eating, when you're on the toilet, when you're waiting in your car, when you're in an elevator. So, and especially now that chronological is irrelevant, like just think about how are people consuming you? Also, you're probably consuming it with the sound turned off, for example. So how can you make your content make sense to people who have the sound turned off? Also, you're probably getting texts coming in and emails coming in and calls coming in. And so how are you keeping someone's attention when they have so many different options and distractions going on in their lives? And so in that sense, repetition is absolutely key. So it's, it's taking a lot of those things into consideration where when people are like, oh, I suck at video or I suck at social media, if you can function as an adulting human being, you can do any of these things. You just have to get comfortable and find a way to put that onto social so that we can hear your voice in the text or physically hear your voice in the videos that you're creating. And that's where, again, you think you need help with social media, but it actually turns out like you were stuck in your head or you had whatever voices in your head telling you that you couldn't. And I just helped to like untangle that shit out. Mess. What do you tell the agent that I guess goes, I can't do video at all. Are they done on Instagram and TikTok right now? Like, is there nothing else that they could do? Because the feed is changing. Everything short form video, like you said, Instagram is increasingly trying to become TikTok. And it's frustrating for me. It's frustrating for other creators as like primarily doing memes. I'm just sick of all these changes. And I feel like realtors, they're too busy doing real estate to even like understand everything that's going on. So are any of them like reluctant to do video? And what do you say to them? Of course. Um, and, and that's where I always want to know why, you know, why is it that you're reluctant to the video? Is it because of the overwhelm of features? If it is, all right, let's find the features that actually work for you and in your favor. So if you're thinking I'm overwhelmed with reels or it takes too long to edit something, great. Let's utilize one-to-one -one video, meaning video that's meant for one person to one person and, or let's get you using stories no more than six days a week. And let's start painting the picture that way. And I actually did do that once where I went a whole month without posting. I think I posted two or three times and just use stories just to experiment and figure out if that could get me traction. And it did. That's one way to paint the picture. And if you can dominate in those things, Great. And then you just add one more thing when you're ready. If it is, but I don't have time, then that's where I go. Well, hold on. Let's see how we're actually managing your time. Nine out of 10 agents who I work with are terrible at managing their time, myself included, because we are sparkly ball chasing entrepreneurs. That's just how our brain works. And so what ends up happening is you have a business that is reactive versus proactive. Everything is important. Therefore, you are not important. And you're going to be somebody who you are constantly on this hamster wheel, putting out fires. And then 10 years from now, you're exactly where you are right now. And you are fucking exhausted and wishing that you would have invested grown your team or just taken a vacation. And so my hope then is, all right, how do we get you to manage your time better? And so with that, it's setting boundaries. For example, I have one client who became a single dad during the pandemic, and he didn't really have a lot of options when it came to his schedule for taking care of his daughter. And so his schedule was he picks her up from school, takes her to dinner and then drops her off. And then he has her on Saturdays. So he became someone who part of what he expressed on social and to his clients was, 
listen, I'm going to be here for you. But from three to seven o'clock, my phone is on do not disturb. And I do not work on Saturdays. Cannot tell you the amount of people who hear that story and immediately like start to hyperventilate because they're like, what? You work in real estate and you don't work on Saturdays? What? You're not answering your phone from three to six, like unless you're in a negotiation or you're in something, whatever. What ended up happening was he now has way happier and better clients. And rather than people saying, oh, fuck you, you don't work on Saturdays. Like, what do you mean I'm not important? You have people that are like, oh shit, maybe I should turn my phone off from three to seven. Maybe I should take Saturdays off from work. And then they don't, he doesn't have people who are bothering him at all hours of the day because he has set the boundary of this is what I do. And a lot of us entrepreneurs in any industry have zero boundaries. And how awesome that when you use social media, and this is bringing the answer full circle, you can start to answer some of the basic questions that take so much time on your hands off of your plate. Because if you're getting a question more than twice, you should be creating internal training, keyboard shortcuts, and or content around it and constantly. So internal training, meaning stuff that your team asks you over and over and over again, whether it's onboarding or training a new agent on your team, keyboard shortcut. If you have an iPhone, like utilize this shit, Google it, where you type a couple letters and it can give you a whole paragraph or an address or a phone number or an email address, like where time is money, that's important. And then content. If you get the same question more than twice, how wonderful it is when someone asks you a question and you can just copy and paste the URL. Or when someone sees your content goes and creeps on your profile and you've already answered the question before they've asked it. So by the time they reach out, they already know that they want to work with you. And in fact, you might save yourself that whole hour of listing presentation or development pitch because they said, that's my person and that sale is yours and yours to lose. So all of a sudden you thought that taking a video and spending 30 minutes or an hour making that video was too much time that you didn't have, but that hour ends up turning into a hundred hours without taking any more time for you and will keep paying you like an ATM machine that is endless um, because you took the time to do it and keep getting better at it. If you think that making calls or knocking on doors are important, this is just one more avenue to be able to do that without having to physically leave your house or in some cases even put pants on. I don't have any on right now. So there you go. Everyone stop. Matt, people want to work with the best, right? Right. Okay. Yeah. You know, clients want to work with the best agent in the market. You want to go to the best Italian restaurant. I'm going to go to the best golf course. And people want to listen to the best podcast in the game, which of course is us. And agents want to use the best CRM in the business. And what is that? Matt? Well, that's right. Well, that's Boomtown, the number one user rated real estate CRM. And it's so much more than a CRM, Eric. You know that? Yeah. It's actually, it's all the tools and tech you need to close more deals and grow a sustainable real estate business. By the way, I went to the Boomtown Unite conference, one of the best real estate conferences I've ever been to, if not the best. So yeah, check out Boomtown and see how you can score 750 bucks in free digital advertising. Visit boomtownroy.com slash overask. That's boomtownroy.com slash overask. That's boomtownroy.com slash Overask. No, oh. <laughs> overask breaking great way news. To conclude that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, all this knowledge. Yeah, all this sandwiched knowledge. Sandwiched by that. Yeah. So there's a, a lot to unload there, a lot to unpack. Um, what I will say from experience is, uh, people actually respect your time more than you think. Yes. If you, if you do set those boundaries, because I set those boundaries, and I'm happy 
to tell a client I can't show them a house because I'm going to my nephew's birthday party or I'm spending time with my wife or I really have. And it doesn't, it actually makes them, like I said, respect your time more and they appreciate that you're with your family and you don't just work all the time. Um, so and that's you said awesome. something so brilliant about even like referrals. Like you're not going to show a house that's three hours away. Like no. <laughs> doesn't make any sense. Out of your fucking mind. I don't even show a house that's, it's like 30 minutes away. Right. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm joking. I do sometimes. Um, but the other thing was the people who say they don't have enough time. I just don't buy it. Um, and I know agents who crush. Like I'm talking like monsters. And they have time because like you said, they, they either they manage their time properly. And even if they don't, you can bulk record once a month. You're telling me, you know, you don't have time, but Glenda Baker does like, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying right. that. And then, or you can hire someone to literally follow you around in your team meetings. That's content. Um, or you can do like what I do. Like I posted a video today. It took me five minutes. I recorded it three or four times to get like different takes of it. It literally took me five minutes when I was just like about to go inside from my car and that's it. Like there, if you want to make the time, you'll make the time. Mm-hmm. I just think and- people don't see, they don't value it yet because they don't understand what it's going to do for their business. And I'll acknowledge, like, listen, when I first started posting on social media and when I was stuck in that perfectionist mentality, I can tell you that there were times where it would be, I don't know, like 11 o'clock in the afternoon and I would be sitting on my couch and it was light out. And there I was trying to find the perfect filter and spending hours coming up with the perfect witty single sentence or three. And then the next thing you know, I look up and there's not a single light on in my house. It is now dark and I have yet to hit the upload button because I'm just freaking out or I'm just hitting the refresh, refresh, refresh on the likes and the comments and the views to just get that validation. And I totally know what that's like. And so even when it comes to that, like it's wasted time. Um, and, and I want you to know that like that takes practice. It took practice for me to get comfortable being able to hit the upload button and be like, all right, let me go on with my day and not have to go back and look and look and look. And especially with the rise of TikTok and short form video where people are super caught up in the vanity metrics. That's also something that I coach as well is helping you to get rid of some of the distractions. So I like to say, turn off all of your notifications on social media, all of them. Um, turn off the likes if you can so that you're not constantly looking at them and also pick other metrics that have nothing to do with likes and views and follows because i can name a whole bunch of accounts that are you know covered with what glenda baker likes to call the house porn (laughs) or as i like to refer to as oddly satisfying content like that's great but if your face isn't attached to it if your personality isn't attached to it then it's very easily going to be forgettable. And also if it's not actually making a dent in your inbox, in your bank account, in the growth of your team, then who gives a shit about the likes and the views and the follows because it's not actually pushing you forward. And yes, then it will be a waste of time. So there are plenty of instances where I'll have clients who have less than a thousand followers who post once a week who, you know, they're not getting more than a thousand views, but we forget those are real people. It's not about getting as many people as possible to see your shit. It's about getting as many of the right 
people as possible. And in some cases, they are people who you already know. And in more cases, what the future will be is more people who don't know you. So how do we make your content make sense for those people so that that way we can cut that lead time down and win you more time back into your day? Let's get tactical here. So like we have been no, we already. have we have been tactical, <laughs> but let's get super tactical here. Let's go. So, I saw on one of your posts that agents shouldn't be posting trends. And I feel like a lot of people, a lot of agents just go on TikTok, go on Instagram reels, go the lip sync route, go the dance route, go the pointed captions route. Why shouldn't they be posting trends right now? If, I agree. Tre- if trends make you happy and it's just part of your regular consumption to get inspired and have that light bulb, go for it. But what I like to say is, again, if you're all about managing your time and being efficient, then evergreen content is the way to go. What is evergreen content? It's content that will make sense if you post it in July. It's content that will make sense if you post it on Christmas Day. It's the questions that you're getting asked over and over and over again so that it doesn't matter what time of day you know, you're posting or what time of month or year, it makes sense sense and you can repeat it and ask it and answer it again and again and again and it will cut that that creativity time and the creation time significantly because you're not having to think about it but the biggest reasons are are two things one is um having watched tiktok and also having watched youtube from 12 years ago what i can tell you is a lot of people look at tiktok and even instagram as like the music apps okay like you're supposed to be dancing you're supposed to be lip syncing But the reality is, is that they still don't have the best relationship with artists and record labels. And you're constantly seeing music being stolen. And then what ends up happening is the audio gets removed completely. And if your video doesn't make sense without audio, then that right there, put all of your time and effort and work and sweat and tears to waste because then it becomes completely irrelevant. And then there's the other half, which is again, how do we make people to say yes to you as quickly as possible? How do we make people say yes as quickly as possible where they go, I know her, I get her, I get him, that's my human. And the best way to create trust is I want to see your eyes. I want to see your smile or your lack thereof if you're quirky or if you're more pessimistic and that's what your personality is. I want to know that you know what the fuck you're talking about, whatever that is and in whatever style that looks like. And knowing what you're talking about doesn't mean that you're the encyclopedia of real estate. It means that you have experience, perspective, and an opinion. So that, for example, just like I want to have a friend who, if an outfit looks bad, they tell me, it's the same thing. I want you to tell me the hard truth of, should I invest right now? Does it make sense to go with this house? Is this going to make sense for my family and my lifestyle? And I want you to tell me no, if it's especially going to be the biggest investment of my life. And if you're constantly trying to be perfect and try to exude butterflies and rainbows and like, this is going to be easy and you're going to, you know, sell over ask and, and it's going to take two seconds over and blah, 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 blah. Right. I did that on purpose. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> they paid me to say that. No, they didn't. That'd be cool if they did though. No. Um, so, but, but if you're doing that, like you're doing yourself and your clients a disservice. And what I like to say is even if you look at a lot of, you know, these people who you look up to online, 
you think that you look up to them because of how creative they are and smart they are and beautiful they are. But there is a difference between the one that you're like, I feel like we're friends already. I feel like I know them. I feel like they trust them. And chances are, if you trust them, it's because you have seen a side of them that is not perfect. One of Taya's most watched videos is her giving people an inside look at the messy backseat of her car that is covered in Cheetos and toys and she's makeup free with Glenda, the once upon a time I sold a big ass house. She's not bragging about the big ass house that she sold, although she's letting you know that she sells luxury by saying that indirectly. She's actually talking about how poorly she spent her commission and how she wishes that she would have invested it differently. These people are letting you into their lives. And that is what's going to be the differentiating factor between someone who's constantly trying to be perfect versus someone who's willing to share just a little bit more, including their their voice, their story, their experience, their opinion. And that honestly can be one of the scariest things ever is disagreement or negativity or the trolls. Uh, but that's also just where you have to start putting in your reps. And I worked in radio for a long time. And that was something that I had to have a hard time getting over. I felt like I always had to overcompensate like both sides of every story and opinion. And I one of the exercises that I would do here is tactical is I would have the goal every single day, I want someone to text in or call in and disagree with me or say that they really, really don't like me because of something that I said. And that wasn't clickbait. I wasn't trying to stir the pot. I wasn't trying to be an asshole. I was just trying to get people to feel things because when everything is so vanilla and so safe, like we want someone to stand for something. And I want to know that in a time of pressure, you're going to make a decision versus trying to just make everybody quote unquote happy. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think we could tell as an audience too the realtors that are making content just for the trends and just for the algorithm as opposed to ones that are actually good at it. Like a Scott Medley, like that mortgage guy, he has a massive following and he's really good at using the trends. And now he's kind of shying away from that a little bit and getting more tactical and actually talking about, you know, more, uh, you know, highfalutin stuff when it comes to mortgages. But I, the other I think day, it, it's I nice heard to see people getting away from that, getting more into original content. The other day, I laughed because I heard someone use the phrase talking reels. Like, apparently, that's what they're calling these things now talking reels. Like, real <laughs> reels, like just... people are actually talking. Yeah, right. like talking reels when you're using your voice. Did um, I start that trend? I, I don't know. I, I feel like we got into uh, lip syncing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You're the first and, person. Yeah, ever to talk in reels. Exactly. Yeah. But like I always say with the uh, the way you look and stuff, for me, I mean, people have seen my shit. I look like I look horrible in 95% of my videos, but no one's coming to my page because I look like Justin Bieber. So um, I always say that. Do you know what, though? You I do are... look good. You mean you look, look good. Oh, you, you look so good. You have your own unique personal style. I don't like, like that. Your like shoes, that. your shoes don't get enough airtime. I'll say Thank that. You. And you, you have great taste in shoes. Um, but but what I what was I gonna say? The thing, oh, oh, the other thing that I think um that people can also sometimes head down the the, the wrong route is they aren't thinking about like they're not reading the room, just like in a real human experience. So for example, Matt, you talk shit on your page all the time. 
Like that's, that's your personality trait. Like you're very opinionated. You let people know how you feel. You let people know what your boundaries are. Like you make fun of yourself. You make fun of, you know, your clients, you make fun of everything in the same way that you would in real life. Mm -hmm. There are some people who will repost, you know, even stuff from the broke agent profile or from yours who they're not reading the room and they're talking shit on their clients and their clients are following them. <laughs> and it's one thing if you have that dry sense of humor where your clients are used to hearing you say that. For example, when you said, oh my God, Giselle, we haven't had you on the podcast. I'm like, yeah, fucking rude, right? Yeah. Like, you know, I would say that to you. Yeah. But if I wouldn't say that in front of my client, like, hold on a second. Like we need to, to go back or like we, we post social media not for our clients, but for other people in our network, for our team members, for our competition. And then that's also where your content can go over your head. And that's where, you know, I use it as my strength where people will be like, oh, Giselle, who do you think you are trying to disrupt real estate? You've never sold a house before. Neither have your clients. And if I can't understand what you're saying and I'm around real estate brokers all day long, guarantee you your clients have no idea what the fuck you're talking about yeah. so my job is to help you break it down and be comprehensive versus to get up in your own mighty head about trying to be the smartest human in real estate you hear that everyone don't share any of my posts anymore yeah exactly there goes my engagement for the rest of no. my life now no, I, I do agree with that. And I've said that before too. If you're talking shit about your clients or sharing something that I said, that's making fun of your nosy seller or some buyer that's jolting all over the place. Yeah. Wait like, until yeah, that fuck. deals over at right. least. <laughs> right. And you know, yeah, some people are it. like, yeah, fuck Rudy. They're like, Rudy's, yeah, exactly. Rudy's like on I, the page right I mean, now watching you. When I was an active realtor, I was extremely conscious of that and would go yeah. out of my way to wait three months, four months, five months on jokes that I knew would crush right away. But where I was like, yeah. okay, this deal has to end and I have to make sure this person knows that this is not about them. Or if it is, I even message that person before and say like, hey, the house is sold. You're happy. I'm right. happy. Yeah. Now yeah. it's now, time it to was, actually dive into this. That was easy for Eric because he only had to do it one time. Oh, Maybe. shut the fuck up. <laughs> God's sakes. The also, same, same joke every single time. Don't be Dude, lazy and uh, repost it unbelievable. once. Yeah. The, the other thing I was to say is like, don't be lazy and just post it once. Share it individually with every single person of your team so that you get the 10 shares versus just the one. Yes. <laughs> inside yeah. of the, inside yeah. of the DMs or the emails or the group chat versus just straight to the stories or the feed. Well, exactly. bam, there you have it. Work with Giselle. She's going to teach you how to sell things over ask. Eric, do you see what I did there? I just brought yeah, in bam over ask. That was a great ending. Giselle, where can the people find you? Find me on Instagram. Slide into my DMs at Giselle Ugardi. There you go. Giselle. Keep it simple. Thank you so much for being on the number one real estate podcast of all time. Thank you for having me on the number one real thank estate you. podcast of all time. This is perhaps the epitome. I think I have peaked. <laughs> yeah, I, I would, I would say it. you've made it. You're there. <laughs> Good for you. All right. Y'all take you. care. <laughs> Appreciate you guys. <laughs>